Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I said what you know about it. It's the stew, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stew, baby. And the room a lot. Hello. Hello. You're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart, and I do this food podcast with Andre Conaparo. Say hello. Hi. How you doing? Great intro. Yeah? You Thank like that you. one? That one was great. Why, why Two do, thumbs up. Why do you like that one more than normal? I just, it was a nice one. I feel like you normally hate it, so I'll take just a regular meet, to you. middle across the board. I'll take that base hit any day of the week. Daddy. One guest you today. You did good. Jordan, what's up, baby? How you doing? How you doing? Jordan! Jordan, how do you pronounce your last name? Oaken. Oaken? Oaken. 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 Strong like Oaken. Yes, sir. Not Oak. Oak. Not Okun. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you I heard that a lot from teachers back in the day, first day of school. But Oaken. You know, just O-K-U-N. Oaken. That's true. A normal name that we all have never seen ever. No need to be fancy. I feel like there's there's a few Okens out there. Out, any any notable Okens? Uh, notable Okens. Oaken Simpson? Just fire like off 10. O- Give me 10 Simpson. famous Okens. The scientist in Independence Day, the crazy <laughs> scientist, he was Dr. Oaken. Let's go with actual people Props. in the world oh, and damn, not fictional damn, characters. Damn, damn. <laughs> that was your big one, damn, wasn't damn, it? Damn, damn, damn. I thought this was your, a food podcast, That was kind of your ace up the sleeve. Yeah. I'm just tripping off seeing Andre. I'm sorry. What up, what up? You never, cause, so, yeah, you, t- you texted me like, hey. Oh, you you emailed like I sent the the scheduling thing for the pod. And you're like, I can't believe I get to see Andre. It's crazy, Andre in real life. And that I feel like such a lot an incredible of, letdown. I feel like a lot of guests can uh, can share in that in that, in that design, feel in that feel. They yeah. want to know what it feels like to walk amongst Andre, <laughs> to be in his, to be just breathing the same air, just to be in the same. I mean, I'm good. It's it's been enough. Yeah, Yo, Jordan brought Sonora Town. That shit is crazy. Yeah, all, all guests for all future guests who are listening right now. The bar has been raised. We've been getting a lot of nice little fun chips and treats lately. Jordan brought over some Sonora Town. Oh, I, I, that reminds me, I I got a treat for all of us for the pod. <laughs> oh, okay. Watch out! Don't unplug that cable. Look, you got it. He's a pro. He got what? What, what could it be, Jordan? He's in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's a food that sounds really cool to eat. Oh, great. Doritos Crunch Nuts. <laughs> That's a hard pass. What the fuck is a Crunch Nut? That's what I'm saying. Cool Ranch, baby. All right, Doritos Cool Ranch Crunch Nut. It's in like a... Um, this is the Y2K snack. It just hit the street. It's in a futuristic, asymmetrical cardboard box. Yeah, it all, came from the future. You've got all the 2018 snacks. It came from the 100%. future. 100%. And... I don't. Yeah, I mean, it really does look futuristic. Like this looks like a prototype that should not be available for. Oh, Persia. it's astronaut food for reals. So it's a it's a peanut that's covered in a Cool Ranch Dorito shell. Yeah, and you've 
by the looks of this packaging, you've already dug into it. I had a couple on the way home. What do you give it on the Rotten Tomato meter? It's very good. I mean, it's surprising. Bro. God damn it. Give it an 87. These people never answer me in a number. What did you say? I'll give it an 87. 87 certified fresh. I love peanuts. I love Cool Ranch Doritos. Mm-hmm. Um, I never get Cool Ranch Doritos because they're garbage food, but I love them. Mm. But I feel like with a peanut, there's a little bit of healthy fat hiding in there. Jordan doesn't want one because he knows if he has one, he's going to have to eat the whole little energy Maybe well, funny enough, inside of there, I bought uh, my wife actually bought some uh, peas, dried peas from Whole Foods oh, the other day so with the ranch. What flavoring? I never even seen. Kind of had the kind of had the corn nut feel to it, but in a healthy way, I'm which was keep nice. An eye out. Also, did you see this? The way you store this for later? No, you fold it over diagonally, and then this has a window. You slide that into the pouch sheath. Future's crazy. We're closed up. Look at that shit. So I give it an 87 because the shell tastes exactly like a Cool Ranch chip. It does. Texture and flavor. And when you see these bootleg snacks where it's like, ah, this is like Cool Ranch something Mm. or Dorito Nacho Cheese something, they they fail. Mm. They're not as good as the chip. And I feel like this is good as the chip, but it's got a peanut around. It's coming straight from the source. So 87. Damn. I've, Jordan is I've a fucked, hard I've, pass on the crunch. I would nuts. totally eat that at a baseball game. Right? But I have fucked with the Dorito Los Tacos. Those are pretty good. The ranch. You nasty man. I have. That, I like it. I like Taco Bell. Only fast food I'll eat. I feel like that's oh. the... That's the Taco Bell's You're a Del Taco, man. You're a Del Taco, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is... What's I don't the mind term? Del Taco either. What's the term for that kind of marketing for Doritos Loco? There's a term for it. A food, a food marketing term. Um, and it's like a gonzo idea. Even right. This American Life did a piece. They had like a 15-minute piece on it. But Like there's a word for when that, you make dumb. Doritos Loco is the most successful fast food product of like the last 15 or 20 years. Hmm. Really? By sales and like heat generated and, and brand awareness generated to Taco Bell. That is like the most successful fast food item since the McNugget We're or We're all looking for our next Loco. Yeah. Loco movement. It's nuts. I was just reading about, um, speaking of This American Life type shit, that uh, when Coca-Cola, when Coca-Cola started writing random names on the can, you know, like a couple yeah, years ago yeah. they started doing that, that, that for the first time in 10 years, they, their sales increased by 2% because in the last 10 years, like Coca-Cola consumption had slowly been going down. Point now that, zero two point, like small increments. Yeah, going, to, going down slowly for sure. I mean, obviously a shitload of Coke gets sold every day, right. but... You know, the, not compared to the 80s and 90s when... Right. When it was considered water. Right. And now that water is fucking... everyone's That's a bad rap. Everyone's right. drinking water nowadays. Now it's LaCroix. It's all about LaCroix. Now it's all about LaCroix. As you, as you sip that tangerine. I've got the mm. fridge. I got, this, I got the fridge pack. I just have a whole mini fridge full of it People, People are addicted. I the same. So wait till people start writing even more esoteric names on the LaCroix cans... LaCroix cans, then the sales are really going to go up. Once like, it falls off, it's got to fall off. When you start writing like Hunter and Brooklyn and shit like that, like some LaCroix ass names. I really thought it would fall off when like people figured out it wasn't French. <laughs> I don't, people don't care from, where like, it's Cleveland. from. They just, Cleveland, huh? Shout out Cleveland, the land. But 
Cleveland is the La Croix of cities in America. I'll say that. Does that mean like Arizona tea grape drink is going to get a real, like real urban name like the Uh-oh. like the key and Pe- like the key and peel mm. um, the the key and peel the college, college football, football, college draft. football draft. names? I would like to see that. That's where yeah, that's where Arizona really starts shining. Yeah, <laughs> hard in the paint. So Jordan, people, you you you're in you're in and around the LA food world, yeah. but I but you're a little bit of a mysterious character yourself per se. Mm. You think so? I mean, just I for just me, keep... because I because I mean, I guess you're sort of a you're a freelancey man. Mm-hmm. You don't you 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 don't work in a restaurant. You don't work for a specific place, but you kind of float around. Hired gun. Yeah, food writing wise, I'm a freelancer. Right, uh, but tell tell us a little bit more. Right, so uh, why are you on this podcast? I am here. Is what we want. What, what Thank you for coming vibe, on this podcast. Jason and I vibe on Idiot. social media. Yeah, we're we're social media friends. I would vibe there. with Andre, but he refuses to get on social media. <laughs> Andre, Yo, let, vibe with my man. Andre, how come I'm, you don't want to vibe right now? We, you, I mean, you since only you brought, vibe, since you you brought vibe in town, person. I mean, if the wife leaves you, let me know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> because right. there's a love, con- there's a rainbow connection. Oh, Andre is First, first right. and foremost, right. he is handsome. Thanks, you, buddy. You, you kill it. I told you, you the gym today. I told you that Andre is hot, right? Yeah. In, in, yeah. A, in an email, you did say you said pretty. Hot. It was in the invitation. I said Andre is pretty hot. Yeah. Get, get yeah. ready. Hold I feel like you didn't need the pretty. Like he's so just hot. We don't need. He's right? straight up hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good looking man. Andre just went. You guys from, keep talking from beet red to blood red. Oh my! Am I bl- no? I want you to keep talking. He's blushing. He needs, he needs some more Doritos. So uh, I was uh, I was working in the entertainment industry and at a talent agency and hated it. Like the biz. The biz. I was working at uh, ICM, and go. I was the probably the world's worst Hollywood assistant to the point where an agent I was working for took me into his office and asked me what agency sent me there to ruin his business. <laughs> I, mean, I was that bad, right? That's so <laughs> fucking good. That's a good line. Right, so... We could use that one in Entourage Season 4. I was like, no, I, no, I just don't want to fucking be here. Mm-hmm. He's like, good, get off my fucking desk, do what you want to do. And that was writing. And so I started writing journals. I'd always kind of fictionalized journals. Okay. And... I started writing fictional... Take an easy way out. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> I um, started writing fictional journals about a kid at a talent agency who was the exact opposite of me, who was dope, who lived for it, whose like, heart and blood so just pumped Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. And um, just to kind of get through it emotionally, it was kind of cathartic just to write about a kid being happy in a, a talent agency when I was just wanting out. Mm-hmm. And those passages, I was writing a lot of them, and they turned into a book deal. Oh, so wow. I was able to leave my job. At the time, I was working in film development. and uh, Is ICM over in? They were in Beverly Hills at the time. They're in Century City now. Right. Um, and I was able to quit my job and finish up a novel. So did that, and a lot of the passages, because I was writing about a young talent agent or a young talent agent assistant's life, were in and around restaurants because that is just so much of their daily grind. And I really... We've in- all been to that Century City food court, haven't we? 
you take a bike there? Did you really bike pre, right there? Pre-Italy, by the way, you poor thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I ride my bike over there. It's a long ride. It is a long ride. It's a lot of exercise. Yeah, man. You enjoy exercise. I was impressed. I enjoy exercise. Right. I need it in my life for the amount of Doritos I'm eating. True. You know? I need it more in my life. <laughs> so, that's a whole uh, podcast, though, isn't it? That's Sonora Town. That <laughs> is the gut. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed how writing long those ago scenes. Was, was this? This was 2012. Okay. And um, then I started writing what I'm doing now, which is just trying to sell TV pilots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, started getting into food more and more and just really appreciating it. And this was like right around the time when LA was just really taking off. Mm -hmm. A lot of exciting stuff was going on. And I enjoyed writing those restaurant passages in the novel so much that I really wanted to try to do that, but in food journalism. Mm -hmm. The problem was, is, you know, most food outlets right now, they're not looking for long form first person Sure. Shit, they're looking for lists and news breaking and all that, and that's great. And I read the shit out of that, and I click the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want to write the shit out of that. So, right. and also that doesn't really. Maybe I mean maybe those those don't pay quite as well. Also, as yeah, like some long but at, form but hits. at the same time, it's like there's only the smallest handful of full time paying gigs for food writing in L.A. Mm-hmm. So you're most likely not going to get one of those. Yeah. I was lucky to be, you know, making a living doing something else. So just as a writer in my spare time, wanting to get into the food scene, connect with chefs, connect with other food people, th- you, that was kind of my way You didn't want to go full Farley Elliott is where Yeah, smart, I mean, shout out, to do that. shout out Farley, Great one name, of my favorites. What's up, Farley? How you doing, baby? Love you. Um, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. The ambassador of the Bang Bang. <laughs> Louis, Louis C.K.'s Bang Bang? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Although Farley does the bang 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 sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> did you? I, I still haven't watched. Andre and I went to go see that that Phil Rosenthal yeah show. We yeah. went to, we went to the, yeah. the screening before it show before the, it aired. with the Golden Deli egg roll after party that I missed out on. Right? Yes, it was fire. It was the best, including weddings, including any event that was not at a restaurant. That was the best pastry food. So what? what or else? as good as any pastry food I've ever they had. The had Golden event. Deli. What else they have? It was Golden Deli, and then they did an ice cream, and then there was one other. It was weird. Vietnamese on paper, place. the things were just so good, but on paper, pork yeah. belly slider. Phil's gonna come correct. Like whatever, pork mm. belly slider. It was an incredibly good pork belly slider. Like right. you know, mm. it you wasn't say, some bullshit. Then you say like Golden Deli egg roll, but if you didn't say that, you'd be like Golden Deli, and they're like. Eh. It, but it was so good. It was like right. it was, and there was a crispy chicken dish that was eh, was all right. Mm. Fresh rolls were really good, and there was something else that I really liked too. Very high standards on Andre. Mm-hmm. Very there high. was there was some good nil and and Andre's B, BFF Norman Lear was in the building. Oh shit! Him and him and Andre go back. Norman Lear was sitting next to me at Bert Bachman Trudy's Underground uh, pop up at Animal. He was like oh, one really? of the only celebs there, just chowing at like oh, nine p.m. Gosh. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he's a foodie. The god, he's a big foodie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, when we were watching that, there's a line in the Phil show where he's like, Oof. "We're going to do a thing." <laughs> the, the Phil impersonation. <laughs> that's right. my. That's my. Uh, Phil. That's a good Phil. That's it's a good really Phil. Not that bad. Good like, Phil. Not that offensive. Phil. Well, what my friend Louis C.K. might call a bang bang, and then everyone in the theater was like, "Ooh, boy!" Like you know, like right. And, and Andre and I were kind of like, "There's this must be like an early test shot, and there's no way that they're going to leave that in the final cut 
Well, it was voiceover, so it was like... Because it's voiceover. I was just like, oh, obviously, like, whatever. They didn't get it put to shape yet, and they needed to show it, whatever happened. And then somebody else to me was like, no way they showed that to press with that line, and they're going to they're gonna change it. And I was like, okay, I mean, that's fair, but, I mean, I've definitely had to get things out behind schedule, organize something, organize a screening, and then... I feel like, like he's going to run with it. I mean, it's crazy to think that they're going to run with a voiceover <laughs> throwaway line like that that just... <laughs> but he be. is, I mean, he is kind of the OG of the Bang Bang. I mean, he yeah, brought he it is. to the masses. I mean, that scene is... That doesn't, I mean, there's a lot of, you know... Uh, Controversy There's a aside. lot of bad people yeah. who are the OGs of things that are not good. Yeah, I know, but... But we don't want to shine, yeah. shine a light on them. But anyway... Louis Bill C- Cosby's touring again. Yeah, Bill Cosby. true. <laughs> Let's get away from Shining a Light. Let's mm-hmm. get on some Bill Cosby touring stuff. <laughs> Dates coming also to a town a near foodie. you. Bill. Big yeah. foodie. <laughs> Those hoagies back in the day yeah. with the chips in them. <laughs> Loves them. So, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, the, the bang bang. screening with the bang bang line was just like how. Yeah, so I couldn't, be, I couldn't be Farley. Yeah. Right? Yes. And I wouldn't really want Farley. to be either. I mean, he's, they're very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. They it takes hustle a like kind. crazy. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, it's, that's a, like a reporter's mentality. And Working me, I just wanted to do something a little different and just whatever I wanted to do. You want to be in the attic with your typewriter? I just wanted to get into cool shit and write about cool shit that was going on in L.A. We're not not doing heroin right? in the attic, but we're, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. There's a big drug crowd over here at the yeah, stew. Yeah, yeah, baby. Big drug crowd at the stew. So that's good. Yeah, so. so um, you, you carved so out I was, a window. Well, right. But I was always looking for a way in. Because I still hadn't found it, I had pitched Eater a couple times. I pitched some people, and they weren't really handling it uh, the way you know I, I would have liked to, right? Just like write, because they don't do a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. But the first food article I was able to get done was so Dantana's, and I kind of became a regular there through just working in Hollywood Must and be nice. just loving yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's a wonderful restaurant. And uh, <laughs> I've actually never been. Respect. Really? Uh huh. Oh, I'll take you. Please take me. I'll take you. <laughs> I won't okay. pay for you, but I'll take you. Fair. We'll split, right, Dutch? That's Dutchies? fine. We'll I'll do it, Dutch. I, I, I want to try that, that eggplant parm. Uh, that's parm not what you'll be ordering. Oh. I like um, a man who can take control of yeah, the Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll order it for you. <laughs> uh, and so they had a 50th anniversary party a few years ago. And no media was invited, just regulars, just friends of them. And I was there, and the scene was dope. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Wexers guys were walking around. They closed out the whole back alley, tented it up, just free food, all Tana's food. Mm-hmm. How many of the Eagles were there? Um, <laughs> just Glenn? I don't remember. Fair. I don't remember. Do you have to be the kind of person who calls it Tannis to I be invited remember. is what I'm assuming? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you call Dan Tannis. Everyone calls it Tannis. How so, late did Lindsey Buckingham hang out is my question. <laughs> everyone calls it Tannis. Andre really disrespecting Dan Tannis. Hell right no, now. I love Dan Tannis. How late did Lindsey Lohan hang out? Here's what I don't like. I don't like that Jonathan Gold prefers mm-hmm. Musos over Dan Tannis and respects Musos over Dan Tannis. Food-wise, same. Food-wise, no, Muso, the same restaurant. Musos is trash food. I mean, fair. and you've admitted that before. I've Ooh. admitted that it's overpriced food. I think the <laughs> steak is like 
I mean, there's a lot of places that you pay for the ambiance, and to me, that price tag at Musso's is just a little too high. But Agreed. definitely twice a year I go and have and went more often when I first moved here because I very loved reason- it so much. Very reasonable valet charges there. Yeah. I, I will say that. But, and the breakfast at the Some counter. Payback. I even talked about the breakfast Sonora at the counter Town. last Sonora episode. Sonora Town payback. Flannel cakes at the counter is... 15 bucks and you're out and it's as good as any breakfast in LA as far as like if you want something like pancakes or french toast I feel like Andre has been talking a lot about that this is two weeks in a row about that that's my fault though I brought it two weeks in a row of Musso defending Musso I'm just torn because it used to be like I mean it's so legendary and it's so iconic if I had to think of one restaurant that represents old Hollywood in one way like it's it's not even like well, which one. Fine, it's who no cares? question. I do. That Most was the those, thing. Is right. that I? Do. Well, guess what, Andre? Right. Time's up, and old Hollywood is out the door. Okay. I don't well, know if we should be using the times up for Musos. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Me <laughs> too. I don't know. Squirrel is here now, bitch. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, and I get all the complaints, but yeah, it's got a, it's got a near and dear for me. But yeah, the everyone's the, got their own thing. Anyways. I'm there. I realize there's no media No media is allowed, and you betray the trust and do a story mm. on it. Is right. So on. I wake up the next morning. I realize, oh, I may have a thing. Pitch it to Matt at Eater. He's totally down because I didn't have anyone there. I took photos, thankfully, <gasps> and was able to write my first food article that way. Mm-hmm. Um, subsequently, I've like tried a bunch there since then and just haven't been able to do it. But How much did you get paid for that? Jason, I, honestly, don't I don't even that. remember. I mean, freelances, freelances, shit. It's not about the money. It's anywhere from like, depending on the publication, like fifty bucks to like two hundred an yeah. article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And either was probably somewhere in the middle, but I mm-hmm. honestly don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but that was cool of Matt to let me do that. That was cool of you to be transparent about the amount. Yeah. No, let's not hide anything. Let's not hide anything. Well, first of all, I mean. Really good freelancers in L.A., like, you know, the Andy Wangs of L.A., uh, you know, the Javier's of L.A., you know, mm-hmm. they're they're just, they're writing so many articles. They're doing yeah. this full time, and they're able to, like, figure out how to make a living out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I only want to write such specific things that I can't right now just make a living out of it, so I do other things. Mm-hmm. Um I think also for those people, too, it becomes like a, another appendage or an arm, the writing, where it's like it doesn't even occur to them to write about it. They just write about it. Mm. Like you, like why would you, the people mm. that I know that do a lot of that stuff, it's like almost why would you do it if you don't write about it? If a tree falls in the woods, does anybody mm-hmm. hear it? If I went to this and I don't write about it, did I even go kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And to that way where the work starts to blur into just your life. And your lifestyle. When it's you're like if God handed you a banjo much. and you didn't want to pick it. There you go, Steve Martin. <laughs> you got it, baby. Known banjo. Right? I mean, or to that, to that extent where it's like when you... Yeah, I mean, those, those guys are writing... Wouldn't it be nice to get into such a momentum where that's the mentality that you're in, fellas? Yeah, no, I mean, that would, no. that would feel good, I think, if you find something you love to do that much and you do <clears> it that much, you know? And you're able to do it and that And you're much. able to do it with, while well, getting enough practice without it... Killing you from the inside out. But if you can, if you can remember also to hold on to the mindfulness of being present and experiencing it instead of just constantly living well, two no, steps ahead of like what's going to sound. Good no one's writing. Article. No one is writing about food who hates it. You know, right. everyone fucking For loves sure. it. They love the scene. 
They love yeah. They love the energy of it. They Even love they the chefs. They love the, they love like the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like it doesn't pay enough, and it's hard. It's so hard to do it full time that you have to fucking love it. And I think that really comes out in most of LA's freelancers and full time writers. Mm-hmm. For sure, just Across that love the of the city, love of the restaurants, love of the chefs. I love the city. <laughs> the art of it, man. That was my pitbull impression. That was pitbull. <laughs> Bad Pitbull. So you're, uh, so you're a Valley boy. Ooh. Yes. Well, just recently, yes. Moved to Sherman Oaks. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's nice out there, man. Yeah, it's it's nice, nice out there. It is nice out there. I got a Gelson's in walking distance. Walking distance Walking Gelson's. distance Gelson's. And you were nice enough to bless me with the spicy Thai noodles Blessed. from Gelson's, which is a, a, a salad bar side treat. Not salad bar side. A deli case side that I used to consume quite often and then my local gelson stopped carrying it one day after the remodel a lot of shit changed gelson's heads it really did for the better but i lost my nudes did you ask them about it i kind of sniffed around with some of the older locals and you know asked some of the old ladies but it was it was coming up from the top brass it was out of our hands did you grow up on gelson's do they have gelson's down in oc no not at all no, Gelson's, yeah, in Orange County, I grew up on just, like, going to Vaughn's and Ralph's, and then Trader Joe's was, like, a fancy and nice. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And then Whole Foods was, like, what the fuck is this? Right. And then also Mother's Market, a, a health food, natural mm. health food store that I went to last night. Mother's. Oh, yeah, you went to Soccer Rams last night. Yeah, well, down to... in Orange County, you can get Essentia 1.5s. For a dollar fifty each, hmm. isn't that fucked up? Two That's for great. three. How many did you bring back? You just filled up the. You just filled up the Forester. I, I, I considered liquidating my assets and and bringing, bringing a, a semi pallet truck up. You dumped all your Bitcoin to buy Essentia. I dumped all the. Yeah, I mean it's a smarter investment. Like it's smart to dump bit at this point. Oh, that's a whole other pod. I did a bang Louis C.K. style bang bang <laughs> with Essentia and Bitcoin. I dumped the bit. I picked up Essentia. That's a smart, a smart <laughs> business move. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff you can't learn down at ICM, huh? No, no, no. I didn't learn that. <laughs> you can only learn that. What, what's that on Tall Tales? I'll learn that on Tall Tales. Yeah. There we yeah. go. <clears throat> um, a little cross promotion. You were, you were recently talking on social media about the new uh, David Chang restaurant. Major Domo, yes, yes, which yes. I feel like is like the biggest LA food news going on in the, Seems in the like last it. couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, you haven't been yet, though. I've not been. Uh, must the freelance? I have life. not been. I, I mean, it opened last been. night. Considering maybe doing a walk-in tonight, maybe tomorrow night, oh. sometime soon. I snagged a reservation mm. February twentieth. Wow, that doesn't and, really sound like a snag. I mean, well, you know, I didn't be. mind it. First of all, the reservations were going quick. Mm-hmm. They sold out the month, I think, in like two hours. Really? Yesterday, they opened it up at 1.30. Oh, sold out by like 3.30. Two top? You want to Reserva- roll? No, but reservation for two? I got a reservation those, for four, Andre. Four? Because those twos and fours disappear. I guarantee you right now, if you called one, no, one no, for no. eight or ten, they'd have one. No, no, no. This is sold out. This is, this is 2007 Moza. I, f- I feel you. I it's feel trying you. to go. To, it's like trying to go to Felix tonight. Oh, I tried to go to Felix. It doesn't work out. Like try to go to Felix tonight, Andre. But that's the see what happens. But this that's is the 2007 inside. Moza. That, I, I heard that in a Jay Z voice. That's the inside tip. If and it came. Who did it come from? Well, here's the tip. I'll you want to remember? Louis C.K. taught me that. But one. it was somebody trying to go to Noma, and they couldn't get in for two or four. 
but they asked like Renee, I need a fourteen. Well, what about ten? And they're like, yeah, we can get you. We, if you can do ten, we can. Shout out Renee. If you're bringing ten people, we got you. So if you right. can organize a huge group of people, that maybe two people right. or four people can't get a res, but right. if you get your heads. You get the real heads and go, look, let's go 10, let's go 12, let's get a big table. Well, that's what people, are doing, do it. That that's what people are doing for Howl and Rays. Because yep. like most people, with the pre-orders, you have to have a certain number, mm-hmm. and you can do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's but, exciting. That's going to be good. That's going to be fun. Major zone. Yeah, I, so I, don't, I don't know what the thing is. Maybe a belated it's exciting. with the lady. I don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind that that's the one I got. I mean, let them get their bearings a little bit. I'll try to walk in before. Couldn't then. agree more. Don't go first night. But it's cool. I like. You care. I like that Chinatown's yeah, blowing don't up. Fucking go so early, man. Eric. What the fuck, Eric. Eric is so hooked up. He is so up. many plugs. I was uh, a friend of mine. His his office is right across the street from Major Domo, and he sent me a picture a couple of days ago of like like a Benz SUV, kind of like ten years old or something like that, and the license plate said Lucky Peach on it. And I was like, oh, Whoa. Chang, huh? Chang's got, the, Chang's got the whip with the lucky peach plates. You think, it's, uh, you think it's converted biodiesel? <laughs> he's, just, he's, just, I don't he's using that extra grease from the restaurant. It, run, it runs on, on an XO sauce, actually. He's like, I save at least 80 bucks a year, guys. Mm-hmm. Of course I converted it. I don't think Dave gives a fuck. I converted my, my Benz to run on MSG. It's not, I love MSG. <laughs> it's not even bad for you. It's actually good. <laughs> But that that food, and I thought of an on, uh, on Andre moment on that. He's Uh-oh. got the uh, he's got the Korean Som smoked brisket over there. Yes, APL style. APL style. Adam Perry Lang style. Which what is the APL style? Do you know exactly? Adam Perry Lang is I, I a don't. famous I mean, barbecuist. Maybe just a shout America. out to how he smokes. Uh, shout out to how he smokes. Big dog style <laughs> is how he smokes, obviously. But Andre puts it in the air. Maybe you need to start working on your own version of the Korean brisket. Sure. Like Major Domo. That sounds great. Month-long wait. Cool. Andre's got it for you tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. same. It's same brisket, bro. <laughs> it's the same. It's same it tastes brisket. the same. You try and, but I mean, it, it just has Sony guts. It can't be that bad. But if you're, if you're sous vide the brisket already, we, you know, we sous vide in some of those Korean flavors. We got some, some Asian pear you in there. You guys are really like the, the sous vide gods. I, I really like I find it to be a great We're not the sous vide gods, but I feel like pe- sous vide came and it kind of went for a lot of people. And I, f- I still think it's a really valuable tool if mm-hmm. you use it the right way. I mean, don't just fully sleep on it forever. But it's okay to you wave like the flag. The, you guys like the technique. I will... Andre blasts... Well, because like, you can, can do sous vide in like a dumb way, and then Andre does it in like a very practical way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it to be like... One of my favorite ways just to do regular weekly meals. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not anything for anything fancy. Pork loins, chicken breasts. I mean, and then there's other things I can turn it up, but I'll use that to cook. Like instead of poaching chicken, I'll sous vide it. Because, you know, why? Why not if you can? So you always got a bath bubbling, it? don't yeah. you? You see right there. But I mean, that's, I think. And you don't do a pump and dump. I feel it's like. It's always there. I just looked like I was going to see some bubbling shit. I think people, if they've never done it at home, don't understand how easy it is. And then I think the people who stop using it at home think they only need to use it for special occasions or really fancy meals. Mm. And I think if you get into it enough, you realize how utilitarian it ends up being, period. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're like, able, if and you're... you can cook with it frozen, which is incredible to me. So if you buy like a whole pork loin, break it down, zip it into four bags, that goes frozen into the sous vide. You double the time, however you want to cook it, and it's done. That's, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, the you go to work, you come home. I wish I knew anything you were just saying. I'll write it down. <laughs> I really, I do. promise. Because then, like, thing. I'd this have a different Saturday. technique. I'd have a different technique. We'd argue like the fried rice wars of oh, 2017. Yeah, dope. Jordan, are you, I mean, People you're a known eater, but are you, are you a cooker as I well? I mean, I enjoy, I the enjoy, the, let me tell you something, the stew 2017 rice roars, mm-hmm. historic, It'll never be done historic, again. but yeah, <laughs> it'll never be historic. done again I feel until like, Zach comes on I again. feel like you need to just call into Zach once a week, <laughs> pick, pick something y'all cook and just argue over it. Could be a nice little. Five Actually, there was segment. a fried rice war reunion with Zach at at, at Phil's movie. There was a little. Uh, oh, he's he pulling up some pics. He recently went to Bali or somewhere. I had to hold Norman back. I was like, "Don't hurt him, Norman. Norman. He doesn't have much to live for." <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's gonna die in a week. He's fine. I just ran into Phil in Atwater in my hood a couple days ago. Ooh. He was he was doing a little pop in at Dune. I think he was doing uh, he's doing like a bunch of podcasts. For his show, and I think he's doing the Corolla show in Glendale, and he hit Dune, and I was like, "Yo, bud, you gotta, you gotta go hit Proof," and he's like, "Proof, what's Proof?" And I was like, "Oh, it's it's across the street. It's like the best pastries in L.A. Maybe you gotta check it out. Probably he's the like, best almond croissant in L.A. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I would say yeah. best almond 100%. croissant. One hundred percent. And he's like, "Huh, eh, okay." And then he just turned around and and walked to he Proof. Went? Yeah. He, oh, good. He hit it. God bless the man. What's the order at Dune? Because honestly, this is going to be very controversial. But like, oh, fuck, don't you say it? I mean, I just haven't had that many great meals at Dune. Oh. I mean, I've I eaten there a couple with, times. Uh, with I don't, ben, like, ben from the hundreds about this. Everyone fucking loves it. I'm just like, what's the big deal? I think I think a lot of it depends on if you get it the right way or not. Like like so depending on who makes it. I mean, for me, the order I always get the uh, the the phalo- the hummus plate. Where it's it's like eight bucks and it's a bunch of pickles and sides, it's a soft egg, some hummus, some fresh grilled bread, and it's like a big kind of meze platter for eight ninety nine. This, this the same kind of thing that would be twenty seven at Kismet. They hit you right there. Oh man, there. the Kismet hate it just came. <laughs> That's the only Andre. Thing what's up with the Kismet hate? But then also the falafel He's sandwich. Have you like had brunch there? It. Hell no. You've not had the daytime menu there. No, I don't even. You've only been to that one dinner mm-hmm. and talked yeah. shit about it. And that's yeah. like a year ago now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went to like a soft opening a year ago. <laughs> that's why it's and funny. And I'm not soft oh, talking. It's so a good great. bit. It's a, it's you, a nice you're just doing bit. it for the bit now? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You need to hit the daytime menu. You paying? You he need to get. To, he eats there twice a week, but he does it in costume. He's got like a funny nose and a wig. <laughs> I freaking no, no, no. Don't fuck with the Turkish breakfast. Just go get some flaky bread, dip it in the lab. You're a big Labna guy. Yeah, but why? Some labna and honey, flaky bread. You can't make the flaky bread at home. I'm surprised you don't have Yeah, but Bub and Grandma's makes the bread. Is that theirs? That's not theirs, is it? I I think all the the bread No, that flaky bread, they they grill it there. Mm. I don't know if that's Bub's. Okay. I'll try that bread. Just try. I've Just heard, go I've heard one the, dish. I mean, I want to try that, and I want to try the uh, the, the the crunchy rice. With not the like I, I mean, I don't really care. I, I like that you talk shit about it, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I don't it's a funny it. bit. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll meet, but also like I meet a lot of chefs, and behind closed doors, they'll be like, you, you know, know what? Don't actually don't go. They're I like, mean, look, they're that like, flaky. I feel you. I feel you on the kids. Really? Yeah. I, a lot. Wow. People come up to me all the time, and they're the like, Sarah's, on the low. The Sarahs are not going to be happy about this. 
I'm, I mean, I'm sure they're lovely, great people. I like their GCM spot. I the, the falafel spot that they have at Grand Central. Mm. You've never been? Uh, yeah, I've been. Oh, you don't like it? No. I've cool. heard a lot of people. Most people, was a lot of people don't like that part. I really? knew it was stewy when it first opened, <laughs> and I thought it wasn't bad. But I, yeah, I, I never Damn, come back. These guys hate the Kismet no, girls. Don't no, hate. I, like I like this. I like this. I mean, I think they're I mean, lovely. I don't, I don't hate Kismet, but Andre hates Kismet. I, I like Kismet I and their Kismet at all. And their Grand Central spot. That's the only order <laughs> from dudes that all do as well as the hummus plate. But also, yeah. I, I don't love dinner there. But I think I think it's a perfect brunch okay. for Kismet. Yeah. Um, the falafel sandwich at Dune I think is also really tasty. Yeah, I've had it. The grilled lamb's so, okay. I'd rather have Falafel King in Westwood. But I think, same. But I think that's, some child, like, that's some childhood shit. Right, right, right. You probably like Tito's Tacos, too. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on, Andre. Hold uh, on. Uh, 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 hold on. Records. No. Well, first of all, I know that, I know that you, you went to Tito's a little while ago and realized it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's right. A lot spicy, but look, right? like a lot of things are nostalgic. You know, it's just sure. like why people dig things. Del Taco you know? and I have that relationship. Right. Even though, I mean, those chicken tacos are kind of nice, right? They are kind of nice. They're real they? good. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of place that's just nostalgia. I mean, that's the pinks of Mexican food. Like, mm-hmm. you could do way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would argue that that's not, yeah. I mean, it's, not it's like, no, no, not even a question. Oh, sure. yeah. But it's true. It's popular, period. Do you like Tito's? <laughs> Uh, no, I do not like Tito's, but okay. I mean, I like that people like it. I like that it's, you know, iconic in LA. I could respect that. I respect it more than Me Pink's. Too. What about King? I'd like to see Pink's closed down. Same. <laughs> I, I like the tradition, but God, those hot dogs. Are you, not like, only do you not like Pink's, yeah. you would I like to see I, I want people, I I want people unemployed. I fell back in love with Pink's. Still haven't eaten there in eight years, but fell back in love with them when no. they repainted the whole thing when the Dodgers were in the World Series and it was all blue. And then I, mean, I that, was like... A little tear rolled down my eye, and I was like... Oh, I love God. that they represent L.A. I mean, they really do get behind L.A. and all the sports teams and just everything going on. Sure. But so they the can stay f- for that. But the food is, is, I mean... They can stay for that. Yeah. I mean, there's worse food in L.A. I'd if rather did, eat at Pink's than Tito's. No, I feel like nobody would complain if it didn't have a line. If it didn't have a line, it would just be another classic L.A. roadside stand that's It'd be cute. A Scoobies. And people loved and like you know fine okay. Well, dog. it would be it would be it would be carnies. They suffer carnies from their better. they suffer from oh, yeah. their fans saying their Okey food's dog. good. Okey like dogs, if, like a if fucked you up did, place. Okey dogs, amazing. But if there if people didn't say like Pink's Andrew. was good all the time or oh my god you got to go to Pink's you wouldn't you wouldn't hate right. on Pink's because you'd be like here's a hot dog stand fine. No one's ever said you got to go to Pink's though. People, yeah. Well, I mean, people do. Not people you no. trust. Not people you listen to. But you like, know, did my you, uncle did you would ever take see, somebody to Pink's when they visited L.A. Right, did right, you ever like see Andrew kind of Zimmer went to uh, went to Okie Dog and like had the On bizarre food? Had the uh, flour tortilla wrapped chili cheese dog like That's took one. like two bites and was like nah like this guy's gone back for a third bite on like rhinoceros penis <laughs> and like the oki dog special was like too much for him i've housed one of those places really fucked yeah. up i i'm I, i'm i'm convinced it's only a place that exists for like homeless people to charge their phone but like i've had i've had that before and i was like homeless people do be having mobile phones they do be charging. Right. They really be like that. Yeah. And I and I ate. I, I I don't know if I finished the whole thing, but yeah, it's a, it's a giant tortilla filled with chili, two hot dogs, mm-hmm. 
and cheese. Like they wrap some, it up. Some crunch in there. I don't even. I think know. it is the okie dog, right? Yeah, and that's what the okie dog is. Because so, yeah. you go to a place and you're like, oh, it's okie dog. Let me get the okie dog. And but like, Andrew Zimmer couldn't handle it. I mean, I, I was surprised when uh, when Batali got got outed. R.I.P. I thought it was going to be Zimmer. R.I.P. I used to listen to Zimmer's really? podcast. And he's like a nice he'd always, boy. He'd always say some little Andrew's sideways like, shit on his podcast. You got a sister? I never listened. Okay, I just wanted. You kind of say stuff like that. I've like never he had listened. a female <laughs> a co-host, and I was looking at your cousin's Instagram. He'd say some weird shit like that. I never listened to his podcast. Did you make a varsity volleyball still? Or, R.I.P. Uh, that podcast. Is I mean, that over? Yeah, he stopped doing it, but I mean, for a t- for a time, because he was such a big name, com- you know, in the in the world of food mm-hmm. podcasting, that he would still like rank really high, even like a year after he stopped recording it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's finally been put to di- put to dirt. Yeah, I think people are done watching him eat. But he gets but, but I, he gets I, a lot of respect. I think he's a, I think he's a well well spoken guy. I mean, but. He knows I the culture, but he's really just doing too. what everyone's doing now. I think you know? if you have that much access in any field, regardless of the content of what you're creating, you have enough conversations and enough knowledge and you swim in the same pool that, I mean, at some point you just are actually relevant to a certain degree with what you're exposed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he's had that in spades. Mm-hmm. Spades. Don't disagree. Are we ready for some damn listener questions, boys? We got it warmed up. It's time to put the uh, time to pull the chicken breast out of the sous vide and start working on our sear. Hit me with some Truett Dietz. Tr- Actually, Truett Dietz has no questions this week. Dang, that was so funny because last guy. last week I was talking about I was complaining about dorks in the DM, <laughs> and he replied back to me. He's like, "Damn, this one hurt, man." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, it's not. It's not you." Everyone thought that was them. Everyone thought, yeah. Everyone thought that was. Is them. it you? Maybe it is. Um, but Sean, my God, Sean, he has some questions. Uh, number one question, do you think Jonathan Gold is still the de facto L.A. food czar? If not, then who? And I've been also talking about this with a couple other people. I posted a pic of him at the farmer's market this weekend, and some people were like, oh, my God, crazy. And then a few people were like, man, he needs to hang it up because his taste in food, has it's not he- really relevant anymore. And like people are kind of starting to... I mean, nobody's. He's still the czar. He's still the czar. He's still. He's still LA's best writer for sure. The 101 list, but his was perplexing. Yeah, and I'm not even talking about Vesper Dean. Let's just talk about Felix. Like leaving Felix off that list entirely and having some Mm -hmm. really questionable places other than like Like there's no there's no list. Kismets. There's no list. (laughs) There's no list where you know there's a relevant place. Valentino isn't relevant anymore. You know, no one is getting excited about eating at Officine Barrera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone is excited about eating at Felix. If you don't like the way they cook, you know, Evan cooks his pasta, cool. But to completely ignore it for a one-on-one list mm-hmm. is crazy. And then I saw the other day he was talking shit about orange chicken. And that kind of uh, that kind of irked me. Like, be open to some orange chicken. Orange chicken's delicious. He thinks there's no place. Delicious. He thinks there's no place for it in the, oh, in, the great. in the food world. But other than that, he still is if he you, still is the man. If you hear him talk, like he did when the one on one came out, he did good eats, and um, it's just like he doesn't care. He doesn't care. We care about that list way more than he does, and it's evident in his choices, and it's evident in the way he talks about it. Mm-hmm. And he gets paid to do it. 
And mm. I think if you pinned him to the wall, he's so intelligent, he's so articulate, and I'm not even talking about food. You listen to him talk about esoteric music that I should maybe have right. heard of, yet this dude who... Hear him talk about like Black Flag in the yeah. 80s or something. So at a certain point, the joke's on us if we keep holding it up and talking about it. And like, he didn't give a shit. Mm. He's like, yeah, Vespine's the, the first one because I was the most entertained by that meal. And then you're like, Vespine sucks. And he's like... All right. But like, yeah. he doesn't care. And I think what's the most interesting about him moving on and into the future as a place in L.A., I think he'll just always be a spirit animal. But, like, you mm-hmm. look at where he eats and where he goes, it's like, it's more about turning. Uh, to me, it's always for him and his writing is about turning people on to choices and you can take them or not. But he's going to tell you about what's an SGV more than anybody else. And he's going to do certain things. And at least it's, I mean, mm-hmm. you make the argument that that's changed with food blogs and whatever else I don't know about. But at least when he's writing for the LA Weekly in early 2000s, like nobody was doing that. Nobody's covering that. And I, I think that's kind of where it lives. Because, yeah, that list, I saw that list and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, it's just one man's opinion. Well, why did, why did you say what the fuck is this? Well, because all the, the choices no- are like, yeah, this is like, this yeah. can't, this is so random and there's so many omissions and there's so many things that probably shouldn't be on here. And I'm not just talking about my opinion, like Musso's, the collective. Musso's made it. That's okay. awful. Musso should be nowhere near a hundred best restaurants in LA if you're talking about food. <laughs> so, and you, you look at those and he's just telling you, he's giving you a roadmap of his real opinion of this list. Right. Look, he's got his lane. He's got his beat. He's How much still the best writer in LA. I, think as long as, I feel like as long as he wants at a certain point, to be honest. I feel like he's such an iconic figure. He'll be paid to be himself mm-hmm. until he doesn't want to yeah, do I hope it he anymore. Goes, I hope he goes decades more. Same. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But I, I think at a certain point, the, the, somebody from the next generation will have to kind of... Well, yeah, I mean... You do some usurping of some kind. Yeah. I, I mean, it's hard not to think about that just as a food writer, like who the next generation of big... Kind of influential writers are going to be, and it's interesting. I feel like a lot he's of, sitting right here at the table with. No, us I mean, I, you know, I, I think a lot of people looking at one right now with the Dodger hat mm-hmm. on. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people think that's Jordan's Javier. Wearing a Dodger hat. You know, Javier. Yeah, a lot of people love yeah, Javier. Javier's I think that's great. Javier, and he's got you know kind of the same beat and understanding of the city yeah. as uh, Jonathan. See, um, and I would be down for that. I like you know. Yeah, I like he was him great as a on this pod a while ago. I think the two of them kind of share a lot of um, sincerity in being a member of Los Angeles or a resident of Los Angeles and also an eater of Los Angeles. But the sincerity that those two guys have, you can't fake. And well, any no, kind of food, halfway crook flu, food influencer, yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, you're just writing about whatever burger just got created. But the the deep digging that... Uh, you know, those two are examples of, I think, is kind yeah. of really what. I mean, I think, is I think there's something to say about being born and raised in Los Angeles, staying here and kind of understanding the city, understanding the cuisine, yeah. and, and then writing about it. Whereas, you know, someone like Basha Riddell, who recently left, I mean, she was a wonderful writer and had a really good command of the city. She but was there, a was, Australian. there was something. Get her out. She's chilling down under. Build now. a wall. But. For me, there was something, you know, a little bit missing that I think Jonathan and Javier and other people's writing have mm-hmm. that where they, you know, they really feel the city. They're really from the city. It's on the sleeve, baby. Yeah. 
Uh, next question from him. Best food at, he said Grand Asian Market in downtown L.A. I think he means Grand Central Market, perhaps. Mm, maybe in, not. Unless there is a Grand. Chinatown Plaza? Let's just say he says Grand Central Market because he does not live in, in California at all. Okay. That's a tough one. Best, I, always, I best thought for food a second also might have been like somewhere like a mall in Koreatown that I was like getting confused by. There's not a place that he knows about that we don't know about. Uh, probably no offense to you, Sean. For Love me, you. Um, <laughs> probably Wexler's. Well, what, what do you get at Wexler's? What's the, what's the thing? Pastrami. pastrami. I, I know you love the smoked fish, but I really yeah, I think love the order. Wexler's pastrami. I think the order at Wexler's is... Their take on the 19 The bagel and locks. Is, oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that's what they do best. Mm. I need to do that. I like those guys. You should, you, should, you should get Mike in here, Mike Azar. I would like to, yeah. Can you set it up? He was... I'll give you the mic plug. Give me the mic plug. I mean, I'm sure I could DM him or yeah, something. Yeah, you could. Those are interesting dudes. But, that's, I mean, that's probably the answer. That's my favorite. I, like I mean, I think basically when I know I'm going to Grand Central, the first question right. is, am I going to eat Wexler's? And then, no, it's like, oh, shit, okay, now i got to think about it. I this. mean, honestly, like, there's just, I, I haven't eaten that enough of, like, the OG spots to really say this, but, like, I'm not excited about eating at Grand Central Market anymore. Right. You know, sorry, sorry is kind of dope. I haven't eaten I enough like sorry, stuff sorry. there, I do like but sorry, I had a really sorry. nice bowl there. Andre, when are you going to Grand Central these times without me? What the hell? When I have to go to Ross to get my knife carbon. Thanks for the invite. Two, three times a year. This back and forth. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. This back and forth. Um, I like I like the double fast burger with with beef tallow fries at Bel Campo. Yeah. Okay, good. The, the the fries at Bel Campo may be the best fries in the city, yeah. in my opinion. Good. The burger not so much, but yeah. The I like carnitas the, I like the, the fast burger. The carnitas at the carnitas Lomo or whatever. Yeah, the carnitas place that's next to that gives you the free taco. That you don't need to even you don't need to eat after that if you're that's not. That's pretty that damn good. That is incredibly right, with all, good for when you factor in with all the chicharrones. Weight, mm-hmm. They put the chicharron in the taco when you get a whole one, and it costs like twenty five cents. It costs a dollar seventy five for a taco that you probably. Like, you'll get two, but you're full at one, and you're like, well, there's two mm-hmm. on the plate. I mean, they're mm-hmm. fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I will that say place the, was close to me, I'd go there a lot. The best thing I ever had at Grand Central was actually uh, John and Vinny did a pop-up with Mad Capra. Oh, wow. So they did a falafel, but in theirs was like this chopped Italian salad in one of the Mad Capra pitas. Mm. And mm. it was, I mean, it was like two really years good. ago. I'm still thinking about it. Like the, like the Italian chop with the salami and the garbanzo yeah, exactly beans. exactly that. Oregano, exactly that dressing. That sounds nice. It's kind of a creamy Italian dressing. I think G and B when it opened was a huge like it. It's I, to me, it's still incredibly good coffee. Some people don't like it. I love it. Um, but I think when they did that, like what six years ago, maybe um, they were one of the outliers. One of that market changing over, but. Coffee's gotten so much better in six years on average. Like how close you have a good coffee shop to you has changed so much in six years mm-hmm. that it's not so much about, for my, in my opinion, G&B not being as good, but now I've got Maru. And I had to have a G&B three blocks away, and, and I've got, there's great coffee so close. Not unlike anywhere. your 2007 Moza remark where there's been a lot of good pizza popping up yeah. since 2007. Where there's it, no pizza at Grand Central, right? <clears throat> 
anymore? Oh, no, no, no. no there is. There, Olio is there. Olio, Olio is still there. Which is kind of a pass. I don't think anyone... Yeah, don't it's know just anyone. not special. I mean, it sucks. Special. I mean, like, you know, I it's think... probably fine pizza. Most people talk about it that, you know, most places are just good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like... I think but now you, we expect, except especially foodies, just... We want something special. Well, Jordan, we, need we were all talking special. before we started recording a little bit, and you were talking about how you really, like, just to do anything in food, you really have to do an incredible job. Um, and I think that kind of exemplifies... Especially podcasting. Well, <laughs> um, but I, I think that a, uh, there's just so much... Good stuff that used to be great, and not because it got worse, but everything else got better. And I think that speaks to a lot of some of my favorite of your writing that I've read in the manifesto that's pinned to the f- top of your Instagram. It's like Twitter. It's, it's or is it about to Twitter? Yeah, wasn't that cute? I don't even know what either of those are. Not wow, he was on but, Twitter. Well, to look, to, I knew you were coming on. Andre does his damn Respect. research. Respect. So. I mean, that, it's, it's so amazing that some of the things that we're like, yeah, it's not that good, what we're really saying is everything's gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. Everything, and, and there are some things that get worse. I'm not, I'm not defending everybody. Everything, but like, in, everything including our taste? Yeah, and I would think our taste or, I mean, I think sometimes for, I mean, for the heads, I think there's a, there's a lot of kind of palate development that's already happened, you know, like before what I'm talking about. But I think, like, if you look at anything in Grand Central, um, or, or a lot of them, especially the early openers, they were better when they opened because the competition wasn't as strong just in Los Angeles, period, 10 years ago, or eight years ago, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Belcampo's that way for me. I mean, Belcampo's great, but like, the, some of the butcher competition and also just general food in L.A., it's like, I don't know, you start... You start bringing in your distance and the price point and everything involved in the experience, and it's like, what really stands up to driving 45 minutes and spending a lot of money in L.A.? I mean, that's, that's the tallest order. I mean, I drive for food all the time. Right. But I don't. That's the, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you guys don't, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, do, I we do. do sometimes. I do, but it's, it's that food. You know, it's that. It's something, you know, that's just like, well can't miss that i mean yeah. i tried to go to felix i will go to felix and a well, lot, also now that you we'll live in to... sherman oaks you kind of have to drive for food yeah <laughs> you loser yeah, fucking 818 <laughs> slander let me tell you something though like a lot of people so i moved to 818 right Not get a little bit but, you moved, a... but he moved closer to brent's get a get a bigger spot brent's second best for deli. listeners at home the 818 is the area code of the valley right, of I forgot los this angeles was, forgot this stew was global can i say can i say glow up when Super. i say because you explained glow to me on sunday is that a glow up because he's closer to brent's moving to the valley moving not, to the valley is never really a glow we're up. we're not gonna say that's right. a glow up but a lot of people were like yeah. yo like it's, the a, food. it's a lateral move it's not a glow down now i go down a word it's not a word. i'm enjoying <laughs> sherman oaks what I'm not enjoying is, I mean, the food really is subpar as far as moving from the city what anywhere took, else. What if it went really valley? weird? You're just like Puerto Ricans. That's what I'm not enjoying. And we're like, what? There's Puerto Ricans and Sherman Oaks? That's weird. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know either. There's All right, of, I want to thank Jordan for being on tonight. I don't think okay. there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in L.A. in general. No, I don't think so. There's a, I have a petit soir opening a couple blocks from my crib. Oh, really? So that would be dope. That's tight. Yeah. And petite I mean, valley. hopefully a much bigger <laughs> that's where, that's petite valley. Called. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like that. It's like V-A-L-E-E with an accent mark over the second right. E. Well, it's coming soon. I like that. 
It's I coming it soon. It kind of reads. Uh, but I feel like there's reads a little Icelandic or Nordic. I mean, people who have lived in the valley a long time are, you know, they. they I love, love to repre- They love to represent like the valley food, and I mean, look, my favorite pizza in Los Angeles is in the valley. Mm. Um, Brent's is an incredible deli. Brent's is if Langer's didn't exist, Brent's would be obviously the yeah. best pastrami in LA for sure. Yeah, I mean, just like kind of the best. Yeah, the second best overall deli. I sure. mean, Nate now for me has a you know mm. has a really good place in my heart. Of course. Uh, but really talking about the food, yeah, Brent's, Brent's is Langer, so Brent's, and everything I'll drive else. For Brent's. Everything else kind of doesn't matter since Langer's is closed. Except on for Sundays, Nate now, I'll drive to Brent's on a Sunday. That's a drive. Dude, are you a member of the tribe? I am. And you also are circumcised and everything. Hell yeah. Drop them. Let's see. <laughs> so handsome. Uh, let's uh, I also remember on your social media, you were talking about the difference between the best slice of pizza in L.A. versus the best pizza in L.A. Yeah. And the kind of the differentiation. No, but you didn't between, even, I want to know well, the spot. You didn't even shout out the, your favorite spot in the valley. Which is what? Pizza. Oh, pizza. Oh, Baroni's. I've never been. See, I don't even know what Baroni's is. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's, um, I was waiting to hear and then we started trying to be funny, but I was kind of on pins like, oh, what's the place? Like, yeah. So, so friends in the valley who grew up in the valley grew up eating it and uh, introduced me to it. And it's just really good, very thin crust. And is this uh, where you go square, get a slice? Square pie. No, that's only pies. Okay. Uh, I was speaking pretty much hyperbolically, but. What's the uh, all the same? What's Baroni's inside like? Chill. Fancy? Inside, it's give me a virtual white tablecloth, checkered tablecloth. No, it's uh, is there it's, a Street Fighter in the corner? It's a it's a seventies mm-hmm. steakhouse that hasn't been touched, <sighs> nice. that hasn't been cleaned. Amazing. Red leather boots, oh. amazing bar. I'll drive to that once for sure. To try really that, good, I'll drive. Really to great spot. Do not order anything but the pizza. You can get some calamari. And uh, the Baroni salad. But other than that, it's all about the pizza there. Mm-hmm. Put the pepperonis on top of the cheese. They put them under the cheese. They don't crisp up right. But they use the little guys that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks very much like the new Roy Choi pizza. Very thin. Got it. Kind of square pie. But actually good. It's Re- been there I haven't forever. been to Pop Pizza. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I assume Roy's Pizza is pretty fucking good. I'm sure, I assume Roy's it Pizza is good. It looks pretty fucking good. It looks good. Yeah. It can't be worse than the food at Pot. Uh, pot came and went. <laughs> pot came and went. I like Roy Choi's food. I like Commissary. Commissary's okay. I mean, Koji is... Pot, pot, pot was It's just, all about Koji. Oh, pot was rough. Everything okay. else is fine. It's all about Koji. Koji's excellent. Koji Taqueria in Palms really like is fucking fantastic. His take on Mexican food down there, which you can't get on the trucks. Yeah, I want to try that. Just opened up recently, right? Yeah, it's been open for maybe a year or so. Oh, really? Excellent carnitas. I need to, Good I need stuff. to sway. I'll uh... got to get that bike over to Palms, my man. No like problem. I don't know. I never ate there, um, and I didn't because by the time I heard so many people saying that it wasn't awful, but it was expensive, and it's in Koreatown with the best Korean food outside of Seoul. It's like to do that restaurant and not just destroy. What yeah. pot? Yeah, to it's not like, like here's a dish inspired by Hamji Park, yeah. and it costs twice as much, and it's half as good. Yeah, and then like Hamji Park is a walk. Mm-hmm. From it, and you're just like uh, you so. To me, I was like, well, it. I don't, you know, if enough people are telling me that it's, that's what it is, but you know, I don't know. Hotel restaurant, shit, it didn't mm-hmm. last. 
But like, yeah, what hotel know, restaurants are actually good though, man? I don't like Bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I, I mean, forgot that's about kind of something else. You know, like, well, like what's come I close? Mean, what you, like the food at the. I mean, Alma was good. Standard. Alma was good. It's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't eaten since. People they, are enjoying. The Ace Hotel downtown. Simarusi's place at the yeah, Ace. I haven't, I haven't been. Jason. I mean, I'm sure it's not that special, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks because there's only so much you can do with hotel food. Like uh, the Ace. In but why Pons- is that? It's just a space, right? So it's I just think it's because of the way, maybe the way they have to source their food and their ingredients and how they have to have the menu available for like it can't just be food in this restaurant. It has to be also like stuff that's pulled for the room service and for the whole hotel entirely. Like something, whatever it is, like you can you can get a hotel that's cool with right. a chef that's really hot and has a, a restaurant that's amazing. And when we put the two of them together, it never really seems to work. Like well, the, the Taco Maria guy took over the food at the a- the Ace in Palm Springs. And Taco Maria is an amazing place that was always number two or three on Jonathan Gold's list. Mm-hmm. People love it. It's great. And I, I had the, the food like four different times there. And I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? It's just not, it's just whatever. Yeah, I mean, and, there are and, and I talked to the chef places. and I was like, what's up? And he's like, yeah, man, like, you know, we're only, there's only so much we can do with the hotel constraints. Hmm. Yeah. We and need, I was like, sounds like a bad excuse, bro. We need to get somebody, <laughs> who, uh, maybe a former a former expert in this. We should so get Shermus, the, the, the god himself. I think he'll come and do this pod. Simaruski? How do you say it? <laughs> Michael Simaruski? We'll, Michael Simaruski? Uh, I don't, I don't know if that's the way to do it. His place at Italy is one of my new favorite restaurants, yeah. though. His seafood and spot at Italy is fire. very fucking real. Yeah. Connie and Ted's is fire. Best fish and chips in L.A., you could yeah. probably say. He makes his own I don't like his burgers, saltines. though. You didn't like the burger? Yeah, I don't like the burger. I was okay with the what burger. What was the burger like? But, I mean, you're not eating. If you you're, if you're eating his beef, burger. You're talking about a beef burger? Yeah, you shouldn't be going to Connie and Ted's and having a burger. That's what I thought. I just assumed it was like kind of some situation. I don't like the situation. cheese he uses. Oh, friggin' cheese. But I like the vibe in there. Cheese can really kill nice a burger. Wrong Fun cheese. Or if you don't like the cheese, that's just like. Nice little, that just yeah. ends the game. Nice little clam chowder sampler over there. Mm. You ever mess Love with that? It. Let me get a, a, yeah. a, a, a chowder flight. It is a chowder flight. Uh, and the buns, we can't... 2018, I mean, the, I'm the going half, half white, half red. Really? Yeah. Half white, half red chowder. Together. Manhattan style, Boston style. Together, yeah. separated. separated. Yeah. A few spoonfuls of each, then a swirl. Is that like a Louis C.K. style bang bang with chowder? I will not answer no, that not. question in the way that it's you It's got to be different cuisines. Where the fuck do you get red chowder at? Uh, I actually... It's not a Gelson's. I had conch chowder like that in Florida, like, last year. Thanks and for I the thought invite. it was so... It was such a great thing, because both were great. I enjoyed them both separately. Mm-hmm. And then together, I had a third chowder. Could you say that the rest of this with, great. like, a Bayou accent, please? I, no, I so no, know how bad I have accents. Don't try that. Sean has one oh, final... Oh, it's a great chowder! <laughs> oh, that was bad. How was that? <laughs> How was that? That was a little... That, was uh, that reminded me of Jack Black and the Polka King now streaming on Netflix. There you go. Not a compliment. Uh, Sean says, I have pickled cucumber, chicken breast, ginger, rice, cabbage. What can I make? Ever, anything. I mean, so much. I say, I say you put all of that inside of a spring roll. That's a, yeah. that's a damn spring roll right there. 100%. Slice the cabbage up thin. 
thin strips of cabbage. Mm-hmm. You're good. Well, I guess you, I mean, what are we using as a wrapper? Were you assuming he's going to go out and buy a rice wrapper? He should already have the rice wrappers in his pantry. They cost um, like eight cents and they last forever. You just put them in water, bro. But literally, if you have chili oil, sriracha, just make chicken and rice. Shred cabbage on top. Blanch the cabbage if you don't want it totally raw. Jordan's asleep right now. I know. Sorry, <laughs> bud. But I leave this to the masters. Chicken, rice, pickled cucumbers, cabbage. Like, that's everything I would want in chicken and rice. With a or, little bit you of know, he's, a little bit of acid. He's, he's close to a bun me as well. Yeah. No, it's, that's a great dish. Any hot tips on this? On this I would combo? throw away the ingredients. Start yeah, over. I would, I would, throw it away. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't, you stole I don't like my, the sound of it. You stole my answer for a, a follow-up question that we might not be able to get to because we've already almost gone an hour and we've just answered one person's question. That is a great answer. Uh, my brother, Chris Stewart, R.I.P. Stewie, sometimes a co-host on the show. Bye, Stewie. What is a better first date, bar or dinner bar. Or, or cafe? Bar. I, 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 bar, most people will say bar as the first one because if it doesn't bar. go well, <laughs> if it doesn't go well, then you can kind of opt you, out after a drink or two. Right, you don't want to spend the the dinner dollars. Bar, right? You don't want to you want you don't want to spend the dinner dollars, but also them drinks add up quick too. You know, okay, okay. Couple, couple good, martini, point, good point by couple them. Couple martinis. Jeans. We're sitting at twenty five. Look, that's it, a full di- full dinner right there. I've had some shitty pizza in my life. I've never had shitty Maker's Mark. Oh, <laughs> I'm a jack man myself. But. Either way, I'm but also saying, I pick s- your alcohol; it's going to be the same. Yeah, but anywhere. in this scenario, we're choosing the dinner destination as the gentleman that we are, right? Where you get? Where are you taking a date for twenty five bucks? All in? For eighty seven? All right. I mean, I'm doing a dry January right now, so my fog game is very off. By the way, <laughs> don't don't speak to me about fog. I will not speak to you about barely that. pronounce it. But I think uh, <laughs> I think I think I like I kind of like a first date for a dinner. I like I like stretching it out and getting weird with it a little bit. He does. All right. it's a true Do you, story. Will you eat like you usually eat with like the fellas on a date on a first date? You mean like we let loose, sloppy and want? rambunctious, or yeah. you mean like I, not ordering willy nilly? You mean like not being afraid Just to a- order some some bad boy food? Or having poor table manners? No, just kind of just being yourself, being your normal eating self. Yeah, I would say I would say I, I would say I do that. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. you would want a woman to do that too, right? Nothing gets me going more than a woman who well, just really no holds bars with herself at the table. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I mean spilling stuff. I mean, yeah, but like I don't want either person to be ordering daintily or right. cautiously because right. of their in the presence of another person. I will. Say, I want you to go to go whole hog and do as if you were as if I was just eating with one of my pals. Jason's Jason's Jason, one hundred percent of the time. That's good to hear. He'll be he can be in moods where he's a little spicier sometimes, but like he and you can count on him to be himself and be honest pretty much all the time. Damn, there's not a lot of fronting. Hell yeah, bitch! All right. So you front then? I do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's a lot of front going all on with Andre. My name's not even fucking Andre. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just uh, be very clear about that. I, this He's day living and a age, double life, kind of a Louis C.K. I don't know if you could trust someone who's not lives. on social media. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I just don't know. Fair what are you hiding? Why warrants. don't you want to show people warrants, what, what you cook? You mean you want me to say it on the radio? <laughs> he has warrants. I got warrants. Um, the feds is on it. So, what do you what do you say? Bar, bar, or dinner for a first date? Man, I haven't been single in so long. <laughs> Um, Jealous. 
I, th- I used to, I, I would, I would probably do back in the day. I did bar, I did bar more. Mm-hmm. And I think just because it's shorter, it could be shorter. Yeah. Nothing to do with money spent or, or mm-hmm. anything else. It's just like you get out of there. Whereas dinner, you're you, kind of locked in. You can get out of there if, if need yeah, be. Dinner, you're kind of locked in. Yeah, for me, but I have I, a lot of single friends I, who love to do dinner, dinner on first days. I really love like if if things go poorly, I kind of like to lock in and make it worse for my own like twisted amusement. Okay, I will say if if she suggests or the other person suggests a bar that I know I can't even have a conversation in, some nightmare bar. I will take dinner over a shitty bar. You really noise. So, noise is a big thing with so you. So when I say bar, <laughs> noise is a big thing with you, which leads me. Go, it, wait, go ahead. Very go Norman. Ahead. Well, because it's going to lead me to something like, okay. that I know about you. But I think that, like, when I say bar for sure, it's because of that. Like, oh, it's not a sit-down meal. It's less casual. But I'm also picturing the bar that I would go to. Right, you don't. You want a place where you can get a booth. You it's can not have just a chat. any bar. It's like it's like a place that I would imagine. Like you don't want to go to Teddy's fun. on a Friday night. No, not at all. You don't want to go so, to Tenants of the Trees. So that that is like that that had like a. But noise is a big deal for you, right? Because that's why you pass on Bestia. I there's a million reasons I can pass on Bestia, this, but it's see, also the not Bestia the worst hate restaurant has to in stop, LA. Right? Excuse but, me. <laughs> it's not the worst restaurant in LA. I'm not saying Bestia is the worst restaurant in LA. <laughs> I mean, maybe I should. I actually like Bestia. What is the Bestia hate? Bestia's, I don't understand. I just think it's like very. He's a, he's um, a full blooded Italian, though. You know. Um, I don't know. You know what? The food's not that bad. I think a lot of the Jesus. vibe and the people that I see there and the ambiance and basically, I find that they don't do anything better that could go somewhere else that I like really? more. Where do you, where are you getting a better also, tartare? Where are you getting a better tartare right now than their veal tartare with tonato sauce? I don't know. I'm not a huge tonato sauce guy. I love I don't, tonato. I don't go the real. Have you had that tartare? On it, I haven't had it. I'm not but going something really there. heavy fishy like that. But good tartare, Belcampo has a tartare flight that's incredible, including their goat tartare, which better, is really into. Better than the uh, chowder flight? At Kanye Dead's? <laughs> Probably not. The bestie I hate needs to stop on the stew. That's that's where I'm at right now. Ooh. Why, why do you I'm like right it? But it's I mean, so first of all, the f- if, <laughs> I love that all, bone marrow with the, the with the little green pastas. It's loud because the music's Did you go on loud. Your birthday, be honest. The music is loud and the music's dope, right? But everyone Did has your the same. Orange County bring you up for every, your birthday. Everyone be has. Everyone has the same. Uh, playlist these days. If you don't like it being loud, ask to sit outside. Right. No, I mean that's the thing. There is isn't. Like, there wanna, isn't. There isn't five. Go. There isn't five better Italian restaurants in Los Angeles go. right now. Factory Kitchen's great. You prefer Factory Kitchen over Bestia? That's to be blasphemy inside? by a lot. That's blasphemy by a lot. Multiplex? But sub- subjectivity is Absolutely. always uh, messing with my head. Sure. But I think the Bestia hate needs to stop here. The kid, the kismet hate. To me, I will eat an elemental. Elemental over is Bestia, excellent. It's excellent, but it's really they don't do really the same kind of food. I mean, there's nothing I miss when I'm an elemento that I picture. I have no issues with elemental. Elemental is excellent. Yeah, I think I, but I don't really hate Bestia, but I know a lot of people that don't like it for some reason. But, and, but what's where are they pinpoint like what are they I don't not know people just don't it? like the whole experience and the whole vibe. I think maybe sometimes the service can be a little, little cunty over there. 
Oh, yeah. We can be a little... I don't know about about yeah, but it's like... It's just a a big operation of so many things I don't like. And there's... If I had one dish... I've eaten there, say, six times. If I had one dish there where I was like, I can put up with all this shit I don't like because it's so good... Fine. I would go and, and I would be like, you know what? I'll go. You're going. I'll go with you. It's fine. There's just one thing I love. Mm-hmm. Never found it. Never had it. You've had the sea urchin pasta? I mean, I'm sure I've had many things there. He's not a big urchin yeah. guy. Oh, uni, yeah. Nah. Uni's not really my thing either. So maybe mm-hmm. there's some things that are missing me that are really kind of the bangers there. But the second you're like, oh, if you don't like that, do this at the restaurant, my red flag's like, maybe this is not a restaurant. I want like right. if you're like it's too loud, go sit outside. I'm like I just think the hate no, needs to but stop. I'll go somewhere else. Well, but. you had, you had some parameters for uh, for your beloved Musan Franks though. What's that? You're like well, if you go true. there and you order this and don't oh, I'm get not that. recommending anybody or defending Musos to anybody. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's be right. real clear about that shit. <laughs> right. This is a personal situation. I find myself in loving that place. Right. Maybe 2018, no, we start welcoming Bessia back into the fold. I haven't met anyone who I, you guys have a different crew. Yeah, different crew, for sure. Maybe yeah. better, better taste. No, I don't know. Absolutely not. Sounds better. It's not better taste. It's more of like a super taster, like right? Right. In, in terms more, of like nope. certain people have a nope. elevated, uh, more of an elevated palate than other right, people right, do. Right, right. And it's not right. something you can teach or train. It's just innate. It born is born with it. There's nature and nurture. This is all nature. Has um, and I hope you don't mind me asking, no, no, just because no. I'm a huge fan of the stew. This, First of all, this. I want to say thank you both of you for the entertainment oh, over guys. the years. Thank you. One of the best food podcasts out there. Thank you. Sincerely, Most other food podcasts really suck. They're mm-hmm. based on, they're kind of good if the guest is good. But the, the specificity not, the of the high. stew, speaking about Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate it. So thank My you dude. guys. Thank but you. because I'm a fan, I yeah. know about Jill. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel free that I could ask about Jill. You can Jill. always ask about Jill. For listeners at home, My Jill would, is Andre's mom. My mom would love to meet you. Really? Absolutely. She'll take me to Kispaka? Ooh. <laughs> When's your birthday? I'm a Sag, baby. She might, Sag. though. She might. My mom's like that. She's, uh, she's that generous. <laughs> she's that giving. She loves everybody. I'm actually writing an article about uh, Kiesbacher next week, so mm. that'll be very mm. cool. Let me help you research that'll be, my that'll be, Oh, my God. Wait till you see what this is. This is crazy. But, we'll um, talk off pot about this. But has Jill been to Bestia? And how does Jill feel about it? This is a good question. She would be okay with it. <laughs> she would be okay with it because she's not as grumpy as I can be. She's like the complimentary side of anything that I'm not. And my mom really has zero faults. Are you a grumpy guy? Shut up, Jason. Does she have shit, so she has shitty taste. Is what no. <laughs> no, she'll be... So what she'd be excited about, she also lives on Kauai. So she, when she kind of comes over into California, whether it's Monterey or L.A., she likes... Things. She likes big things. Like mm-hmm. she's happy to go to parties. She, if the restaurant across the pond, give me the yeah, give me all the Jill, things. Jill's she's got a great hip, taste. A hip chick, but she's a hip she, chick. Yeah, she's she's up for anything. Right. Yeah. And if the music's loud and, and this, the scene's kind of wild and the food's fine, she's and she likes the people she's around. She's gonna have a great time because she's so really if it's loud and the food is just okay, she'll have a good time. So she probably would like Bestia. She would probably like Bestia. But I think um, I think she would like it. I think she's been, as a matter of fact, I'm almost positive, but it would have been at least six or seven years ago. Um, my dad, it would be full-blown circus tent nightmare for my old men. My dad would like probably go in and just be like, I can't eat here. 
So maybe I'm somewhere in between the two. Well, I think you are. But Jill definitely she can she can play ball with anything as long as people are being you know, positive and nice and are in a good mood. She's like right, negativity, right, which right. is a beautiful thing. Hi Jill. What up, Jill? She's a beam of Hi, positive mom. energy. Hi mom. But yeah, yeah, she'd be down. Alright. Next time Jill's in town, bestie it is. Wait, isn't Jill around this weekend? Yeah, Saturday. Holy shit. Okay. You got the you got the key spocker res? I don't have the key spocker res. I'm probably gonna make some food for it. He's starting trip. to sound a lot like me, isn't he? Yeah. Like, you, hey, are always, yeah. you are always looking like, for that invite. Did you call Vespertine? I should call Vespertine. I'll call Vespertine. I saw. I mean, I for got, three? I got the I-10. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just call him. I'll just call him and then you don't have to call him. All right. I called him. I called him. 7.30. <clears throat> All right. My, uh, my friend Cece, Cece Doan, how do I make quinoa taste sexy? And that is a very good question. A question that we're all trying to figure out. I mean, this is this is a question that's difficult because I feel like I'm not getting an idea of what she wants to eat. Like she's Vietnamese, she's making, but if she's making quinoa to be healthy, that's one parameter. If you want to use quinoa because you like the texture and it and it's you know whatever a healthy base, and then you want to go ham on it, put and so to me that if you want a healthy version, all right, let me think about it. But also that question is kind of like. Yeah, put pork belly in it. You'll forget it's fucking quinoa right now. I think we do the Andre method and you do fried rice. Yeah, I did, quinoa, I did a quinoa fried rice that was healthy and good. Nothing. I think, yeah, I think maybe using Thank quinoa. Thank God Zach Brooks wasn't there. Using quinoa to make fried rice could make it sexy as well. But what about in a Vietnamese application? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, you're going to, if you want to do Vietnamese-style fried rice or something like that or fried quinoa. Do they have fried it's up rice? To you. It's up to you, bro. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think you would see fish sauce. I think you would see cilantro. You'd see pickled things. What's sexy that you wouldn't fish see sauce? in a Chinese? What's that? What's yeah, sexy? Pickles, than fish pickles sauce? aren't very sexy. Uh, they are to me. I got jars of them. You got to take. You got to take <laughs> can away. You change the texture right of quinoa. He's a foodie. Can you change? Well, it? you can puff it and make it crispy. Yeah, you can do that. How do you? How do you puff it? You You can either just like fry it. You in can just straight up fry it. Like yeah. Fry it and, and actually puff it up. Olive oil is olive oil's always sexy. Olive oil is sexy. So I'd say make that quinoa, fry it up in some hot olive oil. It'll puff up like popcorn would in oil. And then from there, it's about the size of a caviar. We're tossing it in caviar. We've got crunchy caviar. I don't know what's quinoa. I don't know what's caviar. There's creme fraiche involved. I mean, you could do a like a... chive is you in could play. do a banh mi style, like fried... Quinoa mm-hmm. rice, where you're using like pickles, the carrots, the daikon, the hoisin. You can have like you know some kind of ham potentially or something. Mm, a or sexy some ham, kind of char shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your original answer of pork belly was the right answer. I mean, pork belly is the right answer. You know the brown bread ice cream at Scoops. What if we work into the brown bread flavors, mm-hmm. but with quinoa mixed into an ice cream? That is sexy. Never been to Scoops. Also, the brown bread. I saw you tweet about. The Cheesecake Factory brown red being available for purchase in the store. This is true. Dog. Not, health, not yeah. uh, sexy, though. So let's talk about the best from the guy who's posting about oh. Cheesecake Factory. Suck on that, bitch. I mean, if you're anyone who passes on Cheesecake Factory's brown bread, then that's your prerogative. Is that, that's how you're living. That's a new flavor of ice cream they got going on? No, 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 no. No, it's like the little no. mini dark croissant. The, the, brown, bread, bread, the brown bread that Cheesecake Factory gives you 
they I, wisely never, understood that that's their best. It's like their dinner roll. And but I've eaten at Cheesecake oh, okay. Factory once in my life. Like their breadsticks really? from yeah. Olive Garden or whatever. They give you this yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a loaf of brown bread. I've only eaten there twice. I feel like I don't remember this shit. It's, it's a, a loaf, loaf, of brown bread. loaf of brown bread. It's really dark, and then okay. it has like some it's very oats sweet. on top. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Some oats on top. It's, it has a malty flavor. And it comes out hot. It's like very good so with good. soft butter. Obviously, yeah. warm some butter. Yeah, and slathered up and eighteen hundred calories. It's just such a big seller. Or just, it's such a big item for them that they started selling it. It's, it's like yeah. the Cheddar Bay biscuits at Red Selling Lobster. it meaning you don't get it for free anymore? or No, 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 in grocery store. You can get it in the grocery store. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's kind of amazing, store. actually. I also saw that Soup Plantation has their own line of food to go. So, you know, oh, there's fuck. all kinds of good stuff happening in the, in the I don't. I don't, I got to tell you something. I, I don't hate Soupy Peas. Ooh. I don't hate Soupy Peas. Okay. Soupy Peas? Real quick, though, I want to go back to Soupy Peas, but for quinoa, just to finish, it took me a while to figure out how to cook it well, and if anything, the least sexy thing is, like, overcooked, gross, soggy quinoa, mm. and I would always, like, use less water than most recipes call for, and I always, especially if you're going to cook with it and you're not going to throw it into a salad, mm. use less water, undercook it a little bit when you're going to cook with it because it's just going to get even more mushy and continue cooking and just be conscious of that. And also, don't... Soupy peas, baby. Give and, it to me. And don't be afraid to use your rice cooker to make is quinoa. Is this a hangover situation? No, I mean, I just, I don't mind it. I mean, I grew up going there. You piece of shit. I like Fair. to, I do, I do, a, I do a... <laughs> Let's talk about other buffets I do a, you I do, a, I, do a, I do a chicken, a Chinese chicken base, mm-hmm. Chinese chicken Respect. salad base. Love it. Build another salad on top of that. I do the ranch, because ranch and uh, the Chinese, Chinese chicken salad dressing mix really well Do you do anything, do you put a well napkin together. layer in between the two salads, or are we just going skin to skin? No, no, no paper, no paper eating. No are paper, you, no you going to report any of the kids for their mouse touching the soft serve ice cream dispenser, or are you just going to let you them know, I've ride? never seen that before. That oh may have been me God. as a kid. But the, <laughs> the pizza is, you know, okay. It's got bread. <laughs> it's okay. Edible? It's okay. What other buffets will you fuck with? You know, I think that's other than, other than like a hotel. No Golden Corral. A hotel morning buffet. I, Compared I haven't to fucked food with in any jail, buffet. how does soup plantation rate? Any, <laughs> I haven't fucked with any I understand uh, that the jails buffet. in the valley are probably a little bit nicer than L.A. Right. You can right. also make alcohol from food from soup plantation. That's how the two. <laughs> have you guys been to a lot of. I mean, I have like I been home, to jail like a lot? Home, home style hometown buffet. buffet? I, don't, I don't know. I just, I'm going times. off the commercials when I watch football, basically. That I, I'm aware of soup, like Golden Corral. Or well, like, I got to say, like anytime I see a buffet, like in a movie, like in Fargo, yeah, where Francis McDormand's going by and they're yeah, just like yeah, yeah. piling on that. Garbage yeah. kind of looks good. I'm not gonna. I'm I mean, not gonna front. Hangover. I'm not gonna front. I'm hangover. a big dude. I like a Vegas buffet. Yeah, Vegas buffet is fun. That's not. Gotta have a plan. Gotta have a plan with. <clears> the are you talking about a Vegas buffet in Glendale, bro? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not talking about Vegas seafood buffet. And then uh, CC also says, explain the nuance between Vietnamese peanut sauce and Thai peanut sauce. This sounds like a little bit of a trap because I'm sure her, as a Vietnamese person, she will know the answer to this more than we will. Sounds like a skip. Andre, do you know? <laughs> I, I don't like know, a skip and a... I'll be wrong with anything I say, but if instinctually, like, first thing that pops into my head is that Thai peanut sauce is thicker. I think Thai peanut sauce is thicker, creamier, more oil emulsification, more cream, and I think Vietnamese oil. is a little more leaning on the hoisin. That's exactly what I'm thinking. But any peanut sauce... Or it's just bomb. sugar and vinegar. Like, I love a peanut know, sauce. Like Any peanut sauce. Rice wine and vinegar works. and then some peanut and mixed in. I mean, I feel like 
what you said about the creamy, the sweet, the heavy, the thick is like more the Thai style saute peanut sauce. Mm-hmm. And I could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. What style is that uh, on the Mr. Chow satays? I think that's so more Thai style. Yeah, I think so. Good question. Good flex. You're a chow head? Uh, Jill, Jill could take me to Mr. Chow. <laughs> Humble brag? Mr. Hey. Cucumber. Ooh, my guy. <laughs> Andre, his guy. Number one, he has a two-part question. Number one, Mr. Andre, mm. who are you really? With no social media to back you up, how are you even a real person? I don't know. How do I know you're not just a figment of my imaginations? Plural. Fair. That's a fair question. I, we, I guess know. we've already touched on this subject earlier in the pod. If, uh, if we ever do something live or somewhere in person, then mm-hmm. I'll shake your hand, Mr. Cucumber. Yeah, Mr. Cucumber, also, I don't know who you are either, and you've been in my DMs for what seems like years now, engaging with, uh, <laughs> I forgot, there's a lot of, the, the water baguette, I think is what, yep. the best word for a cucumber I've heard. Yeah, that's, that was my favorite by far. Question number two from him. If you had the means to start mass production of any of your favorite recipes, what would you choose and why? Oh, such a good question. Can we take an episode to think about it? Cucumbers are good. Always comes with the heat. That's a great question. I've been thinking a lot lately about um, about like protein bars, like Cliff Bar style, RX Bar. My ideal fresh spring roll. Mmm. If I could just always have my ideal fresh spring roll, which, I mean, just something to suck varies on? a little bit, but, like, it's going to have some kind of, like, roast char siu barbecue pork, nut. some shrimp paste. Big nut. Um, the little... Vermicelli noodle? When Vermicelli noodle, for sure. Um, Bad choice. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's a, a filler. That's a filler sure. ingredient. That's, that's texture. Not a lot. Okay. But Sparing. in the same way, because that needs to be in there, because what's also in there is going to be those uh, crispy wonton skin rolled up like they do. At, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So what is it, what is it called? I mean, it's, yeah, it's like... The place in Irvine? Uh, Did we go to... Whatever. That place... Well, like Brodards. 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 Brodards so like, when Brodard basically just takes uh, fried spring roll skin and just rolls it up uh, like a blunt and then just drops it in hot oil, so it's just that, that like two of those inside are game changers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a wonton skin rolled tons up like a piece of pig skin. Tons of cilantro, maybe mm-hmm. basil, just shit tons of aromatics, locked uh, pickled veg, and then some um, fried garlic, some fried shallots, and uh, some crushed peanuts. Cool, so just 18 ingredients in there. That's all we need, huh? Bitch, there was no limitations on what and how it was manufactured. <laughs> Sauce-wise, what are we talking? Mix Thai of like... Peanut dipping? I think the... Blue n- cheese? Nam champ. Uh-huh. And then also, <laughs> along with... Uh, no fuckers laughing. <laughs> and then a little... I love your accent. Where are you from? And then a little um, thing of hoisin and sriracha... Side by side. I'm there for that. So three different dipping sauces on this prepackaged food. Wow. I mean, the second one's one dipping sauce with two ingredients. You're overestimating the public, but I'm, I'm there for it. Okay. That sounds great. And also, that's the kind of thing where it can sit on the shelf for a few hours and it's yeah. going to be all right. But I can eat that for dinner or for snack or for breakfast or take it to the gym. I mean, I, can, I will mess with that. On a hot day, munching that for lunch. Sauces at the gym, though. I, I do that. I have, a, I have a thing of El Machete in my glove box for when I do uh, two-a-days and then I eat in between. So I'll have, like, I'll bring up my little my lunch box, but then I'll have the sauces in the glove box. Two-a-days okay. as in two workouts a day or two meals a day, like a Louis C.K. Oh, style like bang-bang? 
Got it. I don't know. That's like on the eat between yoga and the and the weights. LA lifestyle, baby. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a CK bang bang. <laughs> yeah, right. not bad. No, uh, yeah. For me, I would say uh, I, I would like to make the perfect delish granola bar, like you know, protein bar kind mm. of thing. And I was thinking earlier this morning, I would like it to have under 300 cals. How many grams of pea? How many grams of protein? There's two options. 21. Option number one. 27. No, I want, and there's a, there's, a, there's a gram protein and a price point that need to be fit into the parameter. For, I want number one to be. It doesn't sound very fun. 99 like you're getting wild with it. Well, I, I need to, I, at first I need. He's thinking of the masses. <clears throat> I'm thinking of the masses. I'm, but like, also, I'm like you, Andre. There's the, there's the blank canvas and then there's the color in the lines. All right. Number one, 10 grams of protein, 99 cents. Number Fair. two, 20 grams of protein, $2. Fair. Two different options, no, depending on if you need the teen or not. There's going, to be, there's going to be oats in play. There's going to be nuts in play. More savory or more sweet? And I know granola bar is not going to go full savory, but... It's going to be both. It's going to be both. It's going to be leaning sweet, but with a savory element. All right. There's going to, there's going to be salt involved, for sure. Okay. What that is, I don't know yet. There could be pea proteins. There's a lot of new fun could be things. A salted going. spring roll. Yeah, man. On the granola bar. I'd like some sesame in it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a little sesame. That'll be fun. Please. Let's, 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 let's watch those cows, though. I'd like it to be under 300 cows okay, as well. Okay, okay, okay. You'll watch them. Those seeds, they add up. As I haven't you know. spent a lot of time watching cows. Out of all your recipes, Jordan, which one would you like to see go into mass production? You know, I'm a burrito man. Mm. Are you a burrito man? I'm I mean, we're same, man. same over here when you think about it. Yeah, we're all spring rolling roll up. And, yeah, spring I mean, I roll and burrito. Yeah, I don't pass on Bestia, but like, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so Bestia Wars. Burrito, man. What, what about tortillas? Do you have a t- go-to tortilla brand? I, so I'm trying I actually to... like to go to a, to a spot and get them. Mm-hmm. Like um, a tortilleria? Yeah, like once in a while I'll drive out to Azteca, pick up mm-hmm. a pack. Yeah. They last a little while. Yeah. You got to eat them quick. Put them in the fridge. Uh, But those are good. Pretty thin. You can call ahead. I don't know if you know this. Maybe everybody knows it. But um, you can call to Guisados and order a dozen, two dozen. They're like $6 for a dozen or $5 for a dozen. Hmm. And you can call it in and just walk up to the counter. Will they do bigger sizes? I feel like the sampler size are smaller in what you get. You know, like when you get the sampler platter Mm -hmm. there. We're talking burrito size. Yeah. Oh, burrito size? Yeah, no, I don't think so. And flour. I'm only interested in flour. Okay. Because the. I was just thinking. That that. is a good pro tip because those tortillas are delicious. But if they made them burrito size, that thing would weigh seven, eight pounds. I just realized we're talking about flour burrito. Tortillas has no relevance. I just got excited to share something that I think people don't know about. I think that's Sonora Town. It is a great pro tip. That was a good For all our people at home who want to get that. I mean, that's the kind of tortilla I just go home and put some butter and salt on. Can't thank you enough for bringing that Sonora Town, man. You got it, man. That's Sonora Town, that burrito, that tortilla is. Wow. You got it. I mean, I I felt terrible when. When Jason said he went, I and you, the world you, you wept. Realized I hope you, the world wept. I'm going to be honest. You realized he didn't take you. It was, not a good day. It was, it was not a good luck. Take me with you. Maybe we should get those Sonora people on this pod. That would be awesome. I would love that. They're dope. Yeah, they are dope. Yeah, I've, I've, cool I've, couple. I've chatted with them a little bit. They're really sweet. Not unlike uh, Peter and Lauren over at, at Wax Paper. 
So sweet. Same kind of vibe. So great. Husband, wife, team, just super. Couldn't be nicer. Could not be nicer. Also, my new gym buddies. So it's like just value yeah. added. I've only been right. once, but it was it was really good. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so great. I mean, I like I took it to the car, took a bite in the car, some special they had, mm-hmm. and then got had to get out of the car to go inside. Asked what the hell was in that like some balsamic sauce they put on it. They were like laughing at me because I had to come back inside the house about it. I guarantee it it was something that they made that they'd worked on for a long time. It's like an onion balsamic. Every morning, like Mm. everything they do. It's a really impressive place. Well, we we have a zillion questions that we don't have time to get to this episode because we've already cranked a long one. Um, but we. But speaking of too easy with you here, Jordan. But speaking of uh, of going to the car and eating a bite in your car, the last question from Megan Akemi. Akemi, what is the best food to eat while crying? Mm. And I, I was like, what What is the what is the last? Treadmill. I was like, what's the last thing you ate while crying? And she said, a think thin protein bar. And I was like, that's a that's that a that checks out. That's a real good one. That checks out. I mean. Something maybe a dry food where a, a tear could moisten things up nicely. I got no answer. What's so really, first of all, this scenario. is a very dark question. Yeah, I love that. Very, I love how dark very dark food. question. People in the food world are very dark, and I hope whoever asked it is doing okay right now. What's a dry food that the needs only more answer is ice cream with your hand, and we all know that. I think like <laughs> a really moist, <laughs> icy, icy slice of cake. Yeah, I could see cake. Icy slice of cake. Yeah, like icing heavy. Moist cake. <laughs> it's it's there's as much icing as there you is. You need cake. a lot of very moist too. Fourteen of those white cookies from like Vons that have no Ooh. flavor. <laughs> oh, now you're getting into some good territory, right? Yeah. Here. It's a very uh, sad question. Two very bags dark of double question. stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go um, the, uh, the the DiGiorno pizza crust, <laughs> but without adding any toppings or sauce to it. Just as tearing many off. red barren pizzas as you have fingers left on your body. So mm. in this paradigm, you're hysterically crying, but also sure. hungry. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You have to be eating. Yeah, you're crying while you're eating. You know, people have done it in movies. You know, I'm sure there's many a uh, Sex in the City episode where you're, you're just munching a salad and you just all. Because you got to eat. You, oh, I've got the answer. It's the pork chop at Kisbaka because it's so good. I'm crying every time I eat it. There you go. Then Never I had it. Never had it. Mm, yeah. Never had the pork chop. Because I'm a nice guy. Really? Never had the pork chop. There's so, there, there's I stay of, with the steak. Yeah. Is that a mistake? I mean, if you got it, baby. <laughs> Very fennel heavy from what I hear and see. And, and uh, it, little, is, it is fennel heavy. Fennel pollen heavy. Yeah. Not fennel pollen. F- which is a more uh, palatable... Less harsh flavor. Mm-hmm. We're talking like 85 versus 210. Well, that's true. So, but I mean, look, if I got to look, you know where I'm if living. Jill, if Jill's taking you, you're ordering the I steak, mean, right? You know, we don't all got Sherman Oaks money, baby. Yeah, let's not take advantage Damn. of this scenario. Yeah, that's true. I should try the pork. I've never had the steak there. It always looks great. We should try the steak. The I'm focaccia, the focaccia is the star. The Reco is. The Reco is the star. Really is, is the star. bomb. <laughs> hey guys, hey, I'm here all week. <laughs> The, the 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 focaccia and the uh, the the pig trotter never had that croquette croquetta really on never the had that sampler it comes on like the yeah oh. that thing's great that thing's gnarly it's yeah so you get good. the you get the, the corn the corn puree is also a star mm. I don't know if I've ever side had dish that. I haven't had that side oh I'm dish. getting that 
So much to do, so much to eat in this crazy town we call Los Angeles, guys. We have a, like 20 more questions that we will answer next week. Thank you guys so much for sending them all in. Uh, Jordan, thank you for doing this pod. God yeah, bless thanks, you. We'll, thanks, you're welcome me. back anytime that we don't have any guests. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you. I was waiting for a laugh. That was I'm, here for you. I'm here for you. If people want to find you online. No best thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. Oh, best God, thing that we ate all had Because I had something I got to tell I you about. I called him on it like two weeks ago, too. Forgot. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. And also, Jordan's right. called me on it as well. I mean, like, what the fuck? You're slipping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> True story. All right. Go for I it. I think then, it's, a strong, it's a strong weekly, weekly it's a, yeah, segment. It's good to have a weekly a weekly I think it's a strong weekly time. segment. And I wanted to tell you about. Kroner Burger pop up at Animal last Friday. Damn, I read about it. Wow, read about it. Wow, did not. I really wonder about the Kroner Burger. Hard to be impressed by burgers these days because everyone's doing a good one. And yeah, have you had the burgers? Never say die yet. I have not. I have not had that. If I could go one place tonight, it would be burgers. But the reason, I mean, it's funny that you say that because the the reason I I think I really like the Kroner Burger is because it wasn't. It wasn't um, California drive. It wasn't a smash patty. Yeah. You know, like every, it's so mm-hmm. popular right now. Everyone's yeah. doing a smash patty. We're all smashing. Everyone's doing well done burgers right now. Thin as can be, mm-hmm. and the Kroner Burger is served only rare. Mm. I think they even grill it, and it's just like over a quarter pound, just like Holstein grass fed. And send it out. They make like a cheddar mayo with it on a. Nice, squishy, buttered bun. What is it a was, cheddar mayo? It was, it was insane. You know, gotta try it. Was it. Just it sounds like it's mayo with. It was just a mixture of cheddar and mayo. There, there was no texture to any kind of mayo in the in it. Like, are they taking grated cheese? Right. And, so there was there was no. Mayonnaise, it was, it they, must have been melted che- cheese that they got that they it. Got into it. So it. they're making like a cheese mayo. Yeah, it was sauce. more like a cheddar aioli. Think okay. Of it that okay. Way. Okay. Um, Maybe that I was like bomb. the idea of that for sure. That was very bomb. I would not mind Cronenberger coming down to L.A. Cronenberger, and they did a few other. We did. A, they did a few pop ups. Yeah, I this saw. was not their first one. They did like one at a sushi place. They did one at Alma as well. It was dope though. Okay, those guys are good. It's very cool. Really impressive. Up in SF. All right, Andre. What about your ass? I ate it an hour ago. Mm. The chimichanga, the grilled chimichanga from Snortown for sure. That mm-hmm. and that tortilla, that flour tortilla is when you get one, whether you know whatever kind of shortening they're using, but when it's just like, yeah, don't don't fake on this. Make this as delicious as possible, which means full fat, and I will eat it every time and plan accordingly. It was incredibly good. And then inside, it <clears throat> was only meat and some chilies stewed together, beef. It's like a machaco. Yeah, yeah. It's like a shredded Mm -hmm. machaco. Yeah, exactly. Ropa vieja. Really simple, really good. So good. Oh, I cannot wait to eat the second one. Mm, Can I have a bite? No. I think uh, for me, uh, it's a big nostalgia hit, but I I went down to Orange County to my old mother's market where I grew up eating in high school and had their their vegetarian nachos, Mm. where it's like a nacho that's loaded and piled with a bunch of stuff. But it's not. But it's the kind of thing where you can eat the whole plate of it, and you're not feeling nasty and gross after. Yeah, it's it's a bad pick. It's not. It doesn't get. You don't get to see the whole thing. 
but it's covered in like a bunch of blackened Looks veggie great. cutlet, which is like a textured vegetable protein, like fake chicken patty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's every, everything. It's like refried beans, black beans, mm-hmm. guac, sour cream, house made fire roasted salsa, melted cheddar. And, no. the, and and the black olives as well, which is a controversial nacho ingredient that I, I'm not mad at. Big black olive fan. I'm fine with that. I'll take it. But it's the kind of thing where you eat, and then the chips are like kind of like on the healthier side of like organic, you know, health food store chips. But you can you just can't you eat it and you're like and it, it tastes like when you make nachos at home, where it doesn't taste as good as a restaurant, but you don't feel like you want to jump off of a cliff after you ate them. Is there no green pasole? <clears throat> no, 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 not this time. I just had that. Mm, so good. And a, From others. And a Cobb salad. <laughs> What's do yet? He got a he got his signature slop bowl, just a bunch of brown rice and steamed tahini. veggies and tahini and Ugh. garlic bread all mixing together. Just a nasty little dish. It's really if I had to think of one dish that that guy eats on death row, it's a slop bowl. Loves us, loves him some slop. He grew up on it. Like a like a wild boar when lapping we, it up. When we cooked at Flore together, that was the only thing he would eat. He could have made anything he wanted, full dishes off the menu, whatever. Mm. It was always just like him scooping into the cold case and not looking and just filling it to mm. go tray. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of meal that you eat and delicious. You're kind of you're thing. kind of you using a spoon and you're you're going on with an overhand. Yeah, there's no and then. There's no nuance at all. You just box it up, a little shimmy shake. Oh, put it in the to-go container and then shake it willy-nilly. And we're not talking like loose leaf lettuce and dressing. We're talking like potato salad with tahini, with like hmm. steamed broccoli, with tempeh chunks. It's so much like, mush. So good. But good for you, my dude. All right, fellas. Thank you. Thank Andre, you. Andre Conaparo has no social media, so don't even fucking try to find him. Sorry. Jordan at Jordan OKUN. Yes, on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, Instagram, JZ OKUN. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the middle initial? My Instagram's trash. But uh, come to Twitter, people. Come to Twitter. The Instagram's trash. But that's how you know he's a true writer. Yeah. He prefers sure. he the medium no of Twitter. He's too busy getting the words out. And you could follow me at Them Jeans across all social media platforms, except for Facebook which you should never look at ever. And True. you can go to the stewpodcast.com for all the other episodes. Check it out. Tell a friend if they like food. Or don't. We yeah. don't care. You we're can st- tell your friends. You don't still have number to do. One. I don't let, care. Let the Mariah play. You can tell your friends. Ooh. Let the Mariah play. <laughs> Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.